In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear faithful, I can't remember if I've shared this little vignette with you before. I may have mentioned it in passing or in sermons in years past, but it just so happens that several years ago, no, more than several years ago, good number of years ago, I strolled into my sacristy at my home parish on Ash Wednesday. I was there to serve Mass. As a young man, I wasn't, I wasn't a seminarian yet. And I saw my pastor. He said to me, how are you doing? And I said, good. How are you? He responded, I'm miserable. You should be too. It's Ash Wednesday. And though, though this line makes me chuckle a bit, in the years since, there's a fundamental truth in it. Lent has got to hurt, at least a little bit. Dom Garanger teaches us that in this blessed season of Lent, which we begin today, Lent is the very badge of Christian warfare. If we think about it, there really is something essentially militaristic about Lent, not in the sense of dropping bombs, but in that of the spiritual combat, which is far more important in the long run. We know well the teaching of St. Paul on this subject, our wrestling, is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of this world of darkness, against the spirits of wickedness in the high places, that is, in the air. Lent is the preeminent concentration during the entire liturgical year of all our combat in the spiritual war against this world against our own flesh, our sins, our defects of character, and against the devil and his army of darkness. Unless you shall do penance, you shall all likewise perish. Our Lord has told us from his very mouth, no penance, no salvation. In another place, in the 17th chapter of the Gospel of, of St. Matthew, we see our Lord rebuking the apostles for their faithlessness and their consequent failure to cast out a demon of a child. When they come to him in secret after the fact, asking him why they were unable to cast out this demon, our Lord responds that the demon in question was of a kind that can only be driven out by prayer and fasting. Let us remember, beginning today, that in order to be effective, our fasting and abstinence must be done with the right dispositions of soul. In other words, a pure heart. St. Francis de Sales teaching, teaches us that true fasting does not just concern food and drink. It's a matter of a more fundamental disposition 
which has us mortify ourselves in every possible way. In other words, a fast should be universal and entire. We should fast in all the members of our bodies and in all the powers of our souls. We should keep our eyes lowered, or at least lower than usual. We should remain more silent than usual, or at least be more punctual in keeping our usual silence. The tongue, that great leader into so many sins, should be checked so that we avoid speaking of anything vain or useless. The understanding should be mortified so as to consider only holy and pious subjects. The memory should be made to fast by the recollection of only bitter and sorrowful things, avoiding gracious and joyful thoughts. If we observe these conditions in fasting, we will truly be able to say that we have fasted according to the will of God. This same saint reminds us as well that courage is necessary, especially at the beginning of the season. In the next 40 days, these next 40 days symbolize the entire life of a Christian. Each one of us, a life in which we should desire consolations only at its end. We have to busy ourselves now with the steadfast resistance to the frontal attacks of our enemies. For whether we desire it or not, we will be tempted. We know it. We always sort of entertain that half hope that maybe the temptations won't come back. Disabuse yourselves of this illusion. If we do not struggle, we will not be, we cannot be victorious. So we must fear neither temptation nor the tempter. And let it and let us forget another illusion, that that we're going to become saints in about three months or so. For most of us, dear faithful, true progress in union with God lasts a lifetime. That is no reason ever to become discouraged. We must be resigned to a long and hard-fought campaign on a cold battlefield. God will be our protector and our sustainer all throughout. We have only to turn to him. And all these truths are contained and summed up very succinctly in the collect of this Mass. Grant, O Lord, to thy faithful people that they may undertake with fitting piety and steadfast devotion this period of fasting, fitting piety and steadfast devotion. To be true Christian soldiers, it is these qualities above all which must mark our fasting. Fasting has to actually cost us something. It's got to hurt at least a bit. Trusting, therefore, in the aid of God, our Blessed Mother, and St. Joseph, of St. Michael the Archangel,
all the heavenly armies, indeed the entire communion of saints, may we take to it vigorously for the next 40 days. For this is how we will win the crown of eternal life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen.